Hey, it's Kelsey. And Kaylin. You're listening to Two Two Without Without a Clue. Clue. New episodes every Friday by 5 p.m. But any hootie. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, peeps. Uh, We did get just, or we just got started like two seconds ago, and then I realized that it was only connected to my AirPods, so it was just me talking, um, and Kelsey being super, super duper whispery, like, (laughs) hello, in the distance, yes, into the night, oh my gosh, so, fun fact, tonight, I'm actually having a bunch of girlies and their kiddos over for a movie night, oh my god, it's so fun, (laughs) I... So, what inspired that was, like, I saw that post um, about, like, I only want to make these kinds of summer plans. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. And I was like, yeah, like, I already am starting to do these things with my kids and, like, enjoying them. Like, why not open it up? Because we have a lot of really cool women in our circle that have been, like, really uplifting and... Mm -hmm. um, that we've just built like awesome connections with, I feel like. Yeah. So, um, invited them and they're going to be here later, not on the podcast, just, uh, at my house. So I'm super pumped about that. Hanging out. Like just chilling, just vibing. Um, and we got some more stuff. Yes. As long as it doesn't rain. That's my whole thing. We can still do s'mores. Yes. I just got to. Make sure it's all dry and ready. Um, we could just light a lighter and roll a marshmallow around. Honestly, I've made s'mores from the oven. I'm not opposed to doing it again. Yeah, put the broiler on. Yep, and it, if it doesn't work out, I've seen those like cute little Pinterest hacks where you just put the chocolate down and then the marshmallow stick in the oven, take it out, and then it's like a s'mores dip. You know, oh, yeah. like you could do it that way too. Yeah, I think that would be cute. Mm. Either way, we got cookies and graham crackers. We are ready. I'm excited. It's making me for, hungry. Honestly, I'm excited for the cookies. Those are my favorite. Samoas. Oof, I'm not supposed to have them. Um, Why? I'm allergic to coconut. Isn't oh. that gross? So what does it make you do if you have it? Samoas <coughs> also allergic to coconut. Um, sometimes I get anaphylaxis. It just depends um, on how you know, heightened it is you at have the a time. EpiPen, or do you take a Benadryl? I take a Benadryl, and if it gets too bad, I do have an EpiPen. Um, it just all depends. You know what's crazy is like it flares up at the wildest times like well, you can develop allergies if you eat one of the cookies that's on you yeah oh i am i am oh so i'm ta- i'm taking the risk i'm gonna risk it all for one of those they those, are so good though when those girl scouts a, come around i'm like y'all are little bitches exactly i can't believe y'all are doing this to us you're hurting me like you're hurting my wallet three dollars a box sometimes four depending on which ones you get man the peanut butter ones with the peanut butter filling jesus i know it's so good my mouth is take my watering. money. Yes, same. Mm. I'm like, yum. Take my money. Dosey dos. Like you know the. Memes. I could eat a whole sleeve of dosey dos in one. Sleeve. My God, yes. You know the memes where it's like the Girl Scouts at the front of the stores and they're like jumping the customers. Like, <laughs> yeah. 
in a group, they would never have to do that to me. No, never. I go to you. I'm coming to you. Absolutely. That's like mob boss material. I think that needs to be the new meme of them just sitting on a throne of cookies. Like, you come to me on this uh -huh. fine summer day uh, to ask me to grant oh, you a favor? Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> get a case. Cool. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> how much you need. Right. Exactly. That's exactly. Really freaking funny. Kiss my uh Kiss my ring. Kiss my patch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Kiss my brownie patch yeah. or whatever. Oh, God. I don't know. I don't know if they need to say that. No, probably not. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, <laughs> it's a little, yeah. Like, hold up, hold I'm up. I'm just kidding. Like, uh, But, um, yeah, kiss my ring. I would say kiss my class ring. I don't know if they have class rings and girls. I mean, they might have them separately from right. the girl scouts, but Truth. I don't know when they start those. I know <laughs> maybe I got one in middle school. I knew I had the opportunity to get one in middle school, um, but I didn't get one until high school. I didn't get a yearbook, um, but I got a letter. However, we couldn't afford for me to get a letterman jacket at the time because I was pregnant. So I was like, you know, do I plan for my baby or do I get a letterman? You know? Right. <clears throat> um, mm -hmm. Priorities. My uh, middle school class ring, obviously I outgrew because I was smaller back Hush. then. But it was like a size like four, four and a half. How cute! Yeah, because, I mean, my ring size now was like a five. Same. Five, five yeah. and a quarter. Right. Yeah, it's not much bigger. But, um, so whenever my granny held on to it for the longest time, I don't know where it is now, but then it would only fit on my pinky. How but cute. There's no point in even wearing it. Right. Like, Cheetah Middle, 2008. Or whatever. You really did it big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Silly, silly. You know. And I, then I didn't get one in high school, so. I mean. <sighs> silly goofy. Sorry about my cup rattling and you, stuff. You know, I sometimes. Need, I need some moisture in my throat. Sometimes you just gotta sip the tea. It's Coke. Good for you. Uh, I don't know why I didn't get you a diet one, because I, I went there with the intention of getting you a diet one to bring with mine. Aww. I got my sandwich. And then I ordered, and I paid, and then I was like, oh, I'm supposed to get Kaylin a fucking Diet Coke. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. But you can have a swig of this one. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I do have my water. I actually, yeah, I I indulged a little bit uh, yesterday, and I had two Diet Cokes. Girl, you, you better slow down. You would have thought that I was just being wild. You feral. Were. Feral. That's feral fatherless activities. That's whatever we want to Right, exactly. Call it. That is the epitome of that. I was I was doing it yesterday. I just can't wait to have a kid free weekend. Man. Or day or two to where I don't have to like cater to children also be able to get my house clean and enjoy it for more than about an hour and a half. Right. Shit, maybe even 30 minutes, because, whew. Summer's tearing it up. <clears throat> yeah, oh my. Man. And these pop-up freaking thunderstorms and whatnot. Oh my god, how irritating. I've been wanting to do stuff outside. We have been doing stuff outside, but things keep getting changed and canceled and moved around because of the weather, and we're like, so... What are we supposed to do? And 
we've been rolling with it, like having a good time. Don't get me wrong, but it's right. still irritating. It's mm-hmm. still like, <sighs> and then my dogs want to come in, and they're all dirty. And and our dogs have been so freaking annoying, especially over the last like few weeks. Like they've been, and like we've been taking them out more, spending more time. However, because we've been busy, obviously, like I get it. It's probably like. It's annoying to them, too, Kaylin. Yeah. But, man, <laughs> just the whining has just been irritating. Uh, my dogs don't whine, so. Yeah, but, like, they've been, like, waking me up in the middle of the night. And I it, it feels like I have, like, a baby baby again, almost. Because, like, they've been whining. And I'm like, okay, do you want to go outside? And then I'm going outside. And they're barking. And I'm like, shut up up like this is embarrassing people our neighbors are, can hear people are trying to sleep yep exactly um and yeah so i don't know i don't know how to fix it but i definitely relate muzzles. onto that mm, muscles yeah muscles on their little snouts Oof. they make fabric ones where they can't bark i might try that i might try that do it at night for sure sugar trap yeah, and then when we have anybody over, they are just so overwhelmed for so long. It's so hard to, like, get them just to chill out and calm down. Yeah. <clears throat> Ugh. I don't know. Anyhow, um, let me see what the, um, I mean, we can do it later, but I need to pull up some. Okay. On the tip of the week, you know? Oh, Yeah. I've been saving stuff. So. Getting organized, getting ready. Yeah, I got it. It's yeah. right here. Ooh. Hell yeah. And then you actually added even more conversation topics, but I wanted to talk to you about Kayla's podcast. I know we talked about it a little bit, but oh my freaking God. It was well, so good. Like, I <laughs> am so pumped for part two. Um... Yeah, I, I ain't made it that far. I was giggling, though. But it's okay. You can tell me because I'm going to hear it anyway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Melanie talks about challenges of, like, being a mom to someone well-known in a small town. About, like, all the feedback that she got. Then getting married. Then, like, going through the divorce. What co-parenting has been like for them. And, like, her feelings about that. Because, like, a lot of people don't realize, like... When you have a kid with someone, like, sometimes things really change, and it can be for the better, or it can be for the worse, and, like, how you deal with those challenges, and, like, your relationship with each other, like, definitely matters, and, like, she talks about her faults, and what she did, talks about what he did, and it's just, like, wow, like, um, I think a lot of people really relate to that, and, um, because, people only see so much and Mm -hmm. you know being able to have like a deeper insight to like what was going on because I remember being in attendance for a lot of the events and a lot of the things that they had like going on like I remember being there and was like huh I had no idea like I had no idea the depth um yeah I don't know anybody's business so it's gonna be all brand new to me yeah and um yeah, because you went to school with all of us, but... Mm-hmm. um was I was a little bit ahead. Yeah, and then... Well, I think wasn't her first baby daddy... No, he was below me, too. Oh, really? Okay. Um, I'm old. I hate I'm you. I'm about to be 32. 
I'm about to be 30. Uh, uh, We're only... I just always have had... I mean, I have friends of all ages, but most of my friends are younger than me. Yeah. A lot of them are. I feel that, though. Like, but... uh, like Taylor, she's... I don't know, she's at least four years younger than I am. I yeah, because um, her and I are about the same age. I think I'm a little bit older than her. I think you just find the people that you connect with, and that it really doesn't even matter. It feels organic. Exactly. Like, I have... And who cares what their age is, really? I mm-hmm. mean, as long as it's not, like, fucking weird. Right. Like... I wouldn't be hanging out with 18-year-olds. Exactly. Now, that's for damn sure, exactly. But... I have nothing in common with you. Hell no. <laughs> like, I can give no. you some friendly advice. <laughs> I can give you some advice, but you're probably not gonna take it. Exactly. Um, but... I have a lot of friends who are, like, older than me because of, like, my grandma and, like, growing up with her. Mm-hmm. And then I have some that are younger than me that I've met through work and, like, all across. And, like, what's really awesome is that I feel like I have a... I don't know how to describe this, but I feel like when it comes to the people that are in my life, like, I know when they're going through something. Like, even if we're not, like, close, like, I just know it. And I always, like, reach out with the intention of, like, hey, I hear you, I see you. Probably the pattern recognition that you've gained through, because most people don't get it until later on in life anyway, so that's probably what it is. You just subconsciously recognize the patterns and they're like, hmm, maybe I should say something. Yeah, and I just, like, always try to reach out with, like, something positive or kind or like hey like if times are tough I'm here and like it just so happens that it just always works in alignment with like what they're going through or like what they needed to hear and I just I'm like yes like this is what friendship feels like like it feels like and you do the same for me too like we've had space because I've been so busy and like so much has been going on and then like but you still know when I like need that like moment you still like reach out because like you've become connected with me like we just we don't go too many days without being like yo what's up yeah like (laughs) hey you good I heard from you (laughs) yeah you good yeah (laughs) check check it out yeah, you know, but I also love that. Exactly, I love that every time like we call each other, our greeting is always something. usually the same. Yeah, it's it, it's it's just very fun. It's I just... try not to switch it up too much because most people expect me to say a certain thing, and when I don't, they're disappointed. And I'm like, well, shit. Oops. I'm trying to be funny and cute, and it's not working. I love <laughs> it. I'm like, oh hey, or I typically it's never that respond. Yeah, I'm not that weird, but. Um, I typically respond <laughs> with something just as goofy, and I'm like, yes, good morning. This starts my morning off right. Yes. <clears throat> what I like is that, like, you and I have been through a lot of similar things, and, like, what I, I've learned is that trauma can cause brain damage, it can cause memory loss, it can mm-hmm. cause like, a lot of things, and, like, PTSD. I did yeah, like, and I didn't realize, like, how how traumatic or how things can like impact you in like a day-to-day like even in like a Mm -hmm. standard like friendship relationship uh type of like dynamic and one of the biggest things that I've been able to recognize in my relationships is gaslit 
Gaslighting. Yeah. A lot of people will be like, that's like a social media term. You're saying that. You're saying that. But like, I have had my feelings minimized for the last. Invalidated. Invalidated. I've been told that like reality that actually happened wasn't real to where I questioned myself and thought Mm -hmm. like something was actually wrong with me. And so, like, you had added something really cool to, like, our podcast board, and uh, I definitely want you to talk about it and share about it, because I was like, this, like, this is it. Like Gaslighting versus respectful phrases. Oof. So, instead of saying, I'm sorry you feel that way, take accountability and say, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Gaslighting, that's not what happened. Respectful, that's not how I thought it happened. Ooh. Okay, I mean, I guess. Um, Gaslighting. You can't take a joke. Respectful. I meant it as a joke, but it came across really wrong. Mm. That's taking accountability. Yeah. Uh, Gaslighting. You're overreacting. Respectful. Now I see that this is a very important issue for you. Mm. I guess I'm just a really bad partner. Um, Respectful would be, what what I did was wrong and I'm sorry. The power of a few well-chosen words and a shift in tone may completely transform a phrase. If gaslighting isn't your intention, make it clear for your partner. It can lead to a lot of misunderstandings. Hmm. Hmm. It's very true. It's really not hard to take accountability. That's the issue with it. They don't want to take accountability for their part in it. Therefore... Nobody else can help them, you mm-hmm. know? Like, that's where they get it fucked up. But yep. everybody else is crazy or the problem or whatever. They're not doing that. And it's like, okay. But you are. Right. <laughs> you did, though. But you did, and you are. And I know what happened from my experience. And I'm speaking my truth. So for you to say that it is wrong when I was there is very weird. Yeah, I think the hardest form of gaslighting for me that, like, I honestly, like, had to talk about in therapy, like, I had to, was the the act as if it never happened. Because I've dealt with that in my family, and my uh, parenting, and my relationships, like, you don't acknowledge the problem. You just pretend that it didn't happen and move forward because of who they are. I don't. And I cannot do that any when longer. When I fuck up, I bring it back up. Like if I were to yell at the kids or something, I apologize and I bring it back up and I say, hey, when I yelled earlier about whatever it was, sorry, that had nothing to do with y'all. Yeah. I was overwhelmed. And I should have handled it differently, and I will try to be better in the future. Yeah. Or, hey, I need your help. When I apologize to my kids, like, I try to bring up those specific triggers. Like, hey, like, I need your help with this because, like, it's something that bothers me or it sends me into this mode. Because I feel like it's important that, like, they understand that sometimes... I have to do that with Charlie and Sawyer. Yeah. Charlie constantly takes her shoes off and doesn't put them in a specific basket for her shoes that she knows when they come off, they go in that basket. And it's, a, it's an everyday thing. Yes. It's an everyday occurrence. That That's going to piss me off. Yeah. To a point that, like, I have to physically stand 
over my kids to watch them put their shoes there. Literally. And I'm like, I'm not trying to be this way, but this is a practice that I've needed to have with you. And it's important that you understand that your action may not be intentional, but it still impacts me. So for us to teach them where that accountability lies in them of like, hey, sometimes when we do things, it's unintentional. But we still have to take ownership in what we did and accountability and say like, oh, well, hey, I'm sorry, that wasn't my intention. Mm. Or, hey, I'm sorry, the root of this is I wasn't focused, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever the case is. However, continued repeated action is disrespect. And then for you to not change or for you to continuously do that behavior or that action that's what i'm trying to teach my kids you don't want to continue doing this and then when you get older people think that you're just a disrespectful ass little shit yeah like i want to show you better i want to you have to show that you appreciate somebody else's time yes and if not then you can't be around other people and that's hard that's hard we can't integrate you into society if you're going to (laughs) continue being this way yeah and it's so hard to like teach that especially to kids because I think about when I... It's easier when they're teenagers, I think, because they have, like, more to work towards. Yeah. Like, driving and all that stuff. More privileges that they have that better, like, acclimate them to society. But teaching them now, before that happens, and giving them that accountability I feel like I don't know how to start small. That's the thing. Yeah. Because the chores, they don't want to do them. They don't want to clean their room. They don't want (laughs) to, you know... They only want to help with what they want to help with. And usually it's inconvenient. Like when I'm cooking, I don't really need you to help me whip the eggs. I don't yeah. need you to stir the pancake batter. It's at, it takes longer for me to let you help than if I were to just do it by myself. But that's what we have to do. Yeah. And um, that's the work. And it's so difficult. Yeah. Mm. And I really don't like doing that. But it's like, okay, you want to do this, but you don't want to go pick all the toys up and put them in the toy box. I'm not even asking you to organize shit. I'm not asking you to do nothing other than make a path to your fucking bed. Just throw them aside. So, no, I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need, I need you to have a little bit more responsibility. Yeah. You know? And that's hard, too, because it's like... I see people have the patience to, like, allow for their kids to, like, do those things. And I really want to be that. I do. Mm -hmm. I do. But I cannot get past the trauma of from when I was a child and every mistake that I made, I was made to feel like a failure. So then I feel like if I just do it and control, I feel like it's easier if I do it, because if I do it, I'm able to protect them from the failure and the disappointment because I react in an instant because of the trauma. And it's something that I'm working on. And Mm -hmm. I feel like it's easier if I can avoid apologizing and just get through it and start creating the better memories. I'm sure a lot of people feel the same way. And I just, that patience. And it's like, that's not how you're supposed to do it. But on the flip side, I don't really want to fucking get pissed off at my kids for them wanting to help. Exactly. So I want that patience. I want to be able to let go of that. And that's one of the biggest things that like I'm trying to focus on through therapy too. Because then. Patient is one of the hardest ones to tackle. Like patience is a virtue. I ain't got it. (sighs) I don't got that. Can I I buy it? Everything but that. I'll tell you. And then, like, it really does come back to being gaslit because 
Or hurried, too. Yeah. like, I remember just always constantly being rushed, and I see myself doing that to Charlie, and I'm like, I don't have to be this way. We're not on anybody else's schedule other than our own. Well, we're always on a schedule of somebody else's because of all of the appointments, and my kids really try my patience, especially when I start planning two hours ahead. I start... You know, I'm like, okay, let's do this, let's do this, and then they don't, and I'm like, now here we are, panicked in the last 30 minutes, and now I'm being a maniac. I can't live that way. I hate that. So, I've had to just start picking and choosing, and like walking away in certain moments, because I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, why would you do that? And then instead, I'm like... So, make my kids hate me or walk away. Yeah. I'm going to walk away. <laughs> and then I have to try my best to give a suggestion instead of being like, you need to do this and do this this way Our right borders, now. Yeah. yeah. And like, I'm like, oof. I'm like, hey, can I, can I just run something by you that may kind of help maybe out? Maybe I could suggest you do this instead. And it's so hard because I'm like, I want to control you should... it fucking quit yeah that's really what i want to do i want to be like why don't you um use the brain that i made you but like even as kids like we like after being rushed or like on a schedule or whatever i remember you know i would say like that that hurt my feelings like especially with my great grandma like she was super mean to me but she had me do everything because she had stomach cancer which as a kid growing up and being like, all right, I've got to take care of my great grandmother through middle school because my grandmother, her daughter was a nurse and attending college at the same time going to classes to further her education. So it, yeah. So like that was, that was the cross I had to bear at the ripe age of, you know, Uh, I was nine when I started middle school, so 10, and then I was 12, so like, yeah, from 8 to 12, Mm -hmm. we were just chilling, uh, dealing with her, and then she died, and then, um, we got my brothers, like, literally right after that. Damn. So... I just I'm never pretty much stopped. always been an only child, so I don't know. Can't say anything about that. It was just my parents, and then I went to go live with my granny. Do you feel like that that was harder though to like go through that like by yourself? Because I feel like I've uh, always felt like an only child because I'm so much older than my siblings and had to be in that caregiver role that I never got to be like a sister, anyways. Nah, I had cousins that were close in age, so no, not really. Yeah. Ow. Oh, what was that? Well, I didn't, my mom didn't even... My fingernail in my ear. Oh. Um, my mom didn't have my middle sister until sh- till I was 12, so... Mm. We're like 12 and 15 years apart. I had just turned six, I believe, when Linda was born. Um, in the following year, I want to say my mom got pregnant and then she had Devin. And then right after my mom had Devin, um, my dad was like, oh, hey, by the way, like you have a sister. Like I didn't even know. Um, I had like met my stepmom and her kids one once. And then, um, 
popped up at the McDonald's with a picture of a new baby. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Shit. That's the, I mean, that's pretty much how I met or found out about my brother Sue was, uh, oh, hey, BT Dubs, um, <laughs> didn't tell you about all this, but, uh. I didn't know I had other siblings until I got in contact with my dad's sister and him and my sister and my brother my other sister (laughs) that's crazy crazy. yeah and then we all went and ate and like met each other or they met me i guess and i was like hey (laughs) y'all y'all knew but what up here i am another one add another one to the crew god that uh that was a fear of mine for like a super long time because like there were these crazy rumors and then it turned out that like my um my logical grandpa was um didn't know that he was related to us um until much later on in life and then it all made sense at that point I was like okay it's a patterned behavior I get it like I get uh uh-huh. This is hereditary or something. Yeah. Like, this is a family thing. Yeah. And um, it was just so wild. It was so wild. And then um, and then now we have, like, so many ways to figure out, like. Ancestry.com, mm-hmm. 23andMe and yeah. stuff. I yeah. want to do that really bad, actually. I mean, like, my DNA is already in the system. Like, Well, my aunt. Or, yeah, my aunt on my dad's side actually messaged me. Well, I can't get into my messenger right now for some reason. But she said that we, or she did her little 23andMe or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they have Cherokee and Choctaw Indian. Really? I think it was their, their mom's mom had that, I guess. So I have Cherokee and Choctaw Indian in me. At least some portion from my dad's side. I've got, I know for a fact that I've got, um, white trash. Um, <laughs> that's like super embedded in my DNA. White um, trash? I got I'm, that too. I'm so, I'm, man. Um, I definitely got a little of that. Um, God said, oh, my shoulder. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> he said, make her sound like the female Theo Vaughn. Oh, God, yeah. That's, uh, he's so cute. I love his little country accent him over matt rife any day for real i mean like for real he might look a little you know i love that but (laughs) a little slow no oh i wasn't gonna say slow i love that kind of shit (laughs) ask me a dumbass question baby all right Make me feel good in the room. Like, I love that. Just make me laugh. Yes. That's all you gotta do. If you make me laugh, I'm sliding. I'm, it's, it's Where are we going? Yeah. It's, oh my God. Golden Corral and a laugh fest. Yeah. I'm taking my panties off. Absolutely. I usually don't wear them, so. Man. (laughs) Here lately, I've been on a kick. Um, I have been on one. Mm -hmm. Interesting. I don't know why, but it's like made me feel better. Like, it's it's like that's why I don't wear them. It makes me feel better. Yeah, like I feel like we all go through kind of seasons of that. Um, but um, here lately, I've been like starting off my day, like picking out like a cute little set to wear, and uh, then if I it's pick a out my outfit. Set, then yeah, that's all my fine, sets but... are because I I get them from Shein. I get that hundred percent cotton and just <sighs> ball out, you know, Maybe. or the. Um, the no show. I'm I'm all about some no show. That they really did, they really put their foot in that. Those little kids over there. 
Oh no. Gone. Um, but oh, back no. to the Theo Bond and Matt Rife. Um, I think also, like. At least Theo Bond didn't need to get his teeth fixed, you know? First of all, shut your mouth on your child body. Okay? No, I'm not about Matt Rife and his fucking teeth. But um, I will say, like, he's had, like, a lot of work done to, like, rebuild his image. Like, or I don't know if it's. Uh, like, specifically work, let me not get sued with our 12 listeners, but, um, (laughs) like, my thing is that, um... She just means his teeth look different, and his face doesn't change. A tad chiseled. Um, Right, it doesn't change from working out. He's been using that gashua bad. There you go. Let me sell you that. He's gouache-wine. That face sculpt. Um, but what I like about Theo Vaughn is, like, he's so genuine and just, like, you can tell that he is like happy to be there. Like he he genuinely wants to get to know you, and he genuinely like wants to laugh with you. Yeah. Um. But um. That I mean, it goes without saying though. I would let them take me to Paris. Who? Matt and Theo Vaughn. I so random. I'm I mean, like, what? I mean, I would. They're so funny. Take me to Paris. I would say, yeah, I would. <laughs> and if you don't know. Now you know. Now you know. Uh, are we ready for the tip of the day? Oh, I'm so ready. I'm so in. Ooh, ooh, okay. Ho- hopefully it's my patience. Okay. Um, sea moss. Okay. And if you pair it with blat- bladder rack, it is even better. Hell yeah. But sea moss, also known as Irish moss, contains 92 of the 102 minerals our bodies need mixed with bladder rack for the full 102. Benefits include boosts energy and immune, rids body of mucus, helps thyroid function, mm. aids in digestion, regulates appetite, detoxifies the body, speeds muscle recovery, stronger joints and bones, reverses and prevents illness, nourishes hair and skin. Ooh. And then... That's actually a lot of benefits. I really... I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. sea moss? Yeah. That nasty crap. Well, you can take it in capsules, too, I think. But I think they... It's better if you do it, like, the gel or whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, bladder rack improves thyroid health, promotes vision health, um, digestive health, heart health, relieves inflammation and joint pain, treats thrombosis, cancer prevention, stimulates hormones, aids weight loss, skin health, hair health, prevents aging, bloating, and cramping relief. Okay. So, you know. And I have some sea moss and bladder rack capsules at home that I'm gonna, that I've had, that I have taken before, but they just got pushed back in the cabinet and I forgot about them. Right. I feel that. Um, I had some Fit by Katie multi-women's vitamins, um, and they have made me puke every single time I've taken them. They're in a black capsule, but they have sea moss and, like, all of that stuff in them. I don't know what's wrong, but every time I take them, I try to take them with food because that's what it said to do. And I puke every time. They're gigantic. They Maybe look that. like a suppository. I Maybe thought that's why you puke it because it's too big. Yeah. I thought that's what it was at first. Ugh. I had to read it. I was like. It... You put these in your butt? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was big. I was like, there's no way. That's, that's crazy. No, thank you. So next time you hear from us, I will have a 12-year-old. This weekend is Ethan's birthday. Woo-woo. Um, just a little update. Um, 
We talked about going to the behavioral center last week. Um, they actually ended up moving his appointment. So we are going at the top of next week um, for his evaluation. So fingers crossed, positive vibes. Um, I'm super pumped for him. I, I can't wait to see what they say. What the deal is. You know, and just to help him succeed and thrive. Mm-hmm. Um, we have no new updates whether or not Nikki... Um, has returned back home, but I think it's safe to say that we can just, you know, let her live, and when she's ready, she'll, you know, start to talk more about what happened. I think a lot of things are coming out, and, you know, she's addressing them as she sees fit, and that's Mm -hmm. all we can do, um, of course, and, um, let's see, oh, and then, don't forget, guys, we are still recording with a Stay Petty podcast at the end of the month. We're super pumped uh, to be able to get to know them. Um, their most recent episode was super funny. They talked about the dynamics of dating, um, but from a guy's perspective, of uh, of course. Um, but um, at a very like great points of like why is it that like men are always expected to do these things and it's like yeah cool so like if you're not getting like that mutual love back like dip but they talked about the dynamics and their own relationships and like why they're there and um a ton more so i'm i'm super pumped uh to be able to reconnect uh with them and also um hang out with them and just laugh a ton um Anything else? Mm, I don't think so. Awesome. Well, guys, don't forget to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, uh, also subscribe to us everywhere you get your podcasts. Tag a friend in the comments. Let them know about us. Um, also, share our posts. Some yeah, we post positive things that everyone should be sharing. Absolutely, and uh, <laughs> I love it. And I also I've been finding some kind of funny things to to throw in there that are relatable to what we talk about in us as well so um just continue to do that and the more we grow the more you know true that is very true hollow back have a great weekend bye happy father's day too to all the daddies in and out of the bedroom you guys are the best there you go happy father's day unhappy father's day to all the dads that don't take care of their kids and moms too (laughs) bye guys Thank you.